0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's Coffee Talk. We thought that we could just get together, kind of hang out, talk, say what is leading up to all of the fun stuff that happens at the end of the year. So we'll talk a little bit about maybe some events that you all host, and then maybe any communications, extra external communications that you might be doing. And we'll just have an open floor where we can discuss other initiatives that your foundation might be doing. So with that, let's get started. So does anyone want to tell us about your events that you do host throughout the year or maybe that you attend throughout the year? Does anyone have any unique ones or maybe not even unique? Maybe they are just something that feels standard to you all but might not be standard to the rest of us.
1: Good morning, everybody. So um, our community... Our Vital Science Report basically uses stats from the Canadian government and a variety of other sources. And the purpose of it is for us to take a snapshot of the community on concerns of the community, things we're doing well. Um, it's just a, a really useful tool for ourselves as well as other organizations to sort of figure out what we're doing well and what we're doing not so well in the community and where we can improve.
0: And then how long have you been doing that?
1: Oh, uh, many years.
0: And so you can actually see like trending. Yeah. Your, or the, yeah, every two year period kind of a thing. Yeah, that's really definitely.
2: Cool. Yeah. Our executive director um, started out, he sent some Thanksgiving cards, uh, just telling people, you know, thankful for them being part of our donor family and things like that. Um, and then we have some donors that consistently give their yearly gifts in the month of December. So, you know, he kind of reaches out to some of them uh, or people that, you know, are kind of new prospects. He'll just kind of do a a touch that way. And then uh, we have a women's giving circle. And so they um, target past year members who haven't renewed yet to um, make sure that they join for the year so that we can, You know build up our our granting dollars that they give away at their April event um, following the calendar year so whatever memberships we get through December 31st they'll award those grants um, through their cycle in April so that's just and then on social media we'll do just kind of you know general year end you still have time to make your tax deductible gift before December 31st. And so we'll do that on social media through constant contact and things like that.
0: That's great. Thank you for sharing that. I wonder if we should actually just move over now. Maybe we should just talk further about communications that you might be sending out to your donor base or to your community, whether you produce year-end tax receipts that kind of roll up all of the activity The donors had throughout the calendar year? Do you advertise new spendable balances that might be coming in January? So anyone else doing these targeted mailings or any kind of year-end mailing that feels like a big lift or a special process that's only happening at the end of the year?
1: Okay, so Megan just chatted in saying they send a postcard um, of all important year-end dates Grant request date submitted in order to have it cut by year-end. Date of when stock transfers need to be initiated. I really like that idea, Megan. It's a good way to um, gently nudge everyone, but at the same time, getting those all-important dates in front of them, especially because schedules, calendars, everything's so chaotic. It's really nice to have a one-stop shop summary right there in a postcard of Okay, I know I need to get this in by X.
0: I like that too, because it's always a little bit crazy working at a foundation at year end where you are competing for family time and holiday time. But then you're also knowing that you really have to be in the office to collect all of those donations and post them between Christmas and New Year. And Megan said they also follow up with an
1: email and even links into the donor portal. So Perfect. way to just approach that from all angles. Stephanie sharing that they included their year-end dates flyer were third quarter statements. That is so proactive. That is proactive. I'm a little bit more of a procrastinator. Like two-day shipping is my best friend this time of year. So Stephanie, I, I love how... Forward thinking, you guys were. And then she says they also use social media reminder posts too.
0: Maybe let's head back into the grants catalog because we see some really cool grants catalogs pop up this time of year. Maybe we have some foundations on the call who spin one up at the year end. Um, For those of you not familiar, Grants Catalog is going to be the space in community suite where you can raise awareness about a certain project or a certain need in the community. Sometimes it's used as disaster relief. Sometimes it's just used as that year-end, hey, look at these nonprofits in the area. Let's help them toward the year-end or any time of year, but we see it a lot year-end timing. So does anyone um, spin up Grants catalogs this time of the year for your community?
1: There were a couple of chats that came in here. Mindy had commented, she wants us to talk more about what a grants catalog means through C-suite. A grants catalog or a grant catalog in C-suite allows you to have nonprofit organizations put in a request for certain dollar amounts and They can put in like a description of why they need it. There's even some grant catalogs out there where they've embedded little YouTube videos. I mean, I saw one that had Girl Scouts of America in a local troop. And I mean, I wanted to give them money after watching that. So the grant catalog does allow you to have nonprofits submit requests for funding. And then the public could fund it or you could have it private or just Fund advisors could fund them it's themselves. And we see a lot of this come up around year end. It doesn't have to be specific grant request. You could promote just a fund here. So in the early days of COVID, promoted some funds as opposed to some initial request.
0: Yeah. So it's really a way to say, uh, if it is kind of like, hey, they need $5,000, it can be a fun way to to let the community know where they're at in raising that $5,000 and give more of that crowdsourced funding feel?
1: looks like a lot of new people. Hopefully that gave you some more context, Mindy. And I mean, there's a lot of community foundations off the top of my head. um, Douglas County Community Foundation out of Kansas, they do this. Fargo Moorhead Foundation, I think they are FM Foundation, they do this. Whitefish Community Foundation does it, Orcas Island, uh, Jefferson Jefferson Community, Jefferson County Community Foundation. Like Those are just some that have come through that I know about that I know have active year in catalogs right now. So if you are thinking about it and you want to see what's possible, go Google those foundations, and I guarantee you'll be able to get routed to those catalogs on their sites, just to see what other people are doing.
0: Something else that I heard at a conference was, and it might have been one of the ones that you named, but I'm not positive. Um, They had, the foundation had such success with kind of their charitable, their grants catalog last year that they did it again. Nonprofits just submitted their needs and they could submit a need up to $5,000. And then this year they were also doing a print booklet of those needs and then they were sending that out to the community members. So I think that's kind of cool as well to say. It actually was already successful online but we wanted to have it in a print form as well to send out maybe to additional people.
1: Yeah. I know Douglas County did print, and I think I can, I'll probably misspeak, but I know Fargo Moorhead had done a print at 1.2, like a companion piece. So there's definitely foundations that use both approaches. Very cool. As well. And it is super cool. So again, guys, you heard it from Rosie and I will help you out if you have questions and you're curious, but I Anyone here at Foundant would love to talk to you because this is such a great tool to take advantage of. Okay, Um, should we move into kind of our other initiatives here?
0: Yeah, let's look at other initiatives. So we talked kind of about events, communications, grants, catalog. Are there any other opportunities that your foundation seizes around this time? Have you had successes? Have you had failures? Have you learned any lessons? Um, And it doesn't necessarily have to be year-end. It can be any initiatives that you've tried throughout the year or you have questions about that you wanted to just ask peers about.
3: We have a process with our grants process, a grants awarding that from what we're understanding, not a lot of community foundations do, but we, once we determine who we're going to award grants with, if there's a shortfall between what the um, agency has asked for and what we're able to fund, we put, um, we send an email out to our fund holders to say, this is what they requested. This is what we've been able to fund them. We find them to be a great organization blah, blah, this is what the purpose of their funds is for. And we really have found that our donors have responded really well to that. and it has brought forth a lot of extra contributions. Sometimes donors will send it in from their fund already, but it has um, it has precipitated quite a few outside contributions to come in and um, donors like that. We've taken the time to look at these nonprofit organizations, research them, decide whether they're worthy of a grant and our donors have responded really well to that. So if that's helpful for other organizations, we thought we would share that. I love it. Yes. Thank you. Um, I think from
1: what I've heard, I think a lot of foundations would like to do more of that. Do you only do it in conjunction like with an open like grant cycle or something like that? Yes, with our grant
3: cycle when we're awarding our grants um, over the summer, and then we have a big grants reception at the end of the year. And like one of the other organizations that you mentioned, um, our donors are invited to that grants reception, as well as our legacy fund holders so that they can meet the people that they're funding, and so the organizations that they're funding. So it's very popular
1: brings that like personal connection of hey this is these are the people that my dollars are helping I love that so much
3: yeah Yeah. we do that with our scholarship reception as well we have a um just kind of a a get together late in the day in the summer after we award scholarships and our uh, scholarship recipients get to meet the people that are funding their scholarships and um you know, some of them just are really remarkable, the meetings that they have. And sometimes they can be very emotional because some of those scholarships are made in memory of some family members. And for them to be able to meet and touch the person that they're helping is, has just been a wonderful experience for us as well as the donors.
1: Oh, I bet. I know when I was when I was in college, I had I received a scholarship and I got to meet the donors and the family of it one of my my favorite memories of it
3: yeah very impactful for sure
1: it is thank you so much I love that story Bridget I loved hearing about that Um, sure
3: happy to share
1: okay well we can let everyone drop off enjoy your day and thank you so much for joining us here for a little bit
0: Thank thank you everyone